Well, here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Kick and chase by Mullen. Kick and chase again by Mullen. It's a miracle. Oh, yeah. What about that one? You're listening to the Racing in Sports Punters Pod, where we help you find your edge in the metronomic carousel of sports betting. Jimmy Buckley with you on July the 25th, staring down the barrel of another huge sporting week, which ramps up in the sunny Midlands on Thursday, with Birmingham set to host the 22nd edition of the Commonwealth Games. Just across the Irish Sea over the weekend, Kerry became All-Ireland champions for the 38th time, narrowly downing a gallant Galway in front of a raucous crowded Croke Park. Closer to home, and it was an utterly bizarre weekend of footy in the local codes. Fremantle somehow held on for a draw against the wasteful Richmond Tigers, who had late opportunities How? to take a match-winning lead, but that seemingly paled into insignificance in Townsville late yesterday afternoon when the Cowboys snatched a controversial win from the luckless West Tigers. To discuss that and to take a look at uh, just what the racing and sports NRL ratings are telling us right now, I'm joined by Simon Dinopoulos. Welcome back, mate. Yeah, cheers, mate. Good to have you in the studio once again. Let's get right into it. What did you make of yesterday's finish in that Cowboys-Tigers game? Well, you can't believe it, really, watching it live. If you're a Tiger supporter, you're going to be sick for a while. So a lot of conjecture around being able to challenge without a stoppage of play. They've come out this morning. So the ref blew the short whistle, which they actually do do. It's just that you never pick it up when you're watching the game because it doesn't generally matter. So they blow the short whistle and then they'll blow full time. So he hadn't actually blown full time. I don't really have an issue with the challenge. You should be allowed to challenge a call if you don't like it. Fair enough. Fair enough, yeah. But it's a horrendous call. That's what's wrong. I don't care about the challenge process. The fact that Ashley Klein found a penalty then is utterly horrendous. I've got no words for it. They were robbed. Given this happened after full time, I don't see why they can't turn the result. Tigers won yesterday. Cowboys didn't win. They kicked a goal after full time. So I don't understand why they wouldn't be able to turn the result. I think you've got a point there. And I mean, vastly different circumstances and a different sport. But uh, I think it was maybe 10 odd years ago. It might have been Fremantle versus St Kilda. And the siren went. The umpire didn't hear it, which gave, I think it was St Kilda, a chance after the siren effectively to try and win the game. They ended up kicking a point. The scores finished tied. But then the AFL retrospectively gave those points to Fremantle because the game should have been over. So in some sense, I guess there is precedent in the Australian sporting landscape to do something like that. And it sounds like the Tigers are dead set going to fight tooth and nail for this one. As they should. As they should. My favourite part of the whole cabacle was uh, James Taumio at the end asking if he can challenge the... Challenge the challenge. <laughs> challenge the challenge. Can we sub in a new video ref? Challenge Ashley Klein? Like you said, it beggars belief that this sort of thing 
can happen. And there's been some absolute howlers, I think, this year in the NRL. I mean, in the AFL too. But you're right. I think common sense probably needs to prevail. On the incident itself, Simon, so you're satisfied that the player did not impede Kyle Felt? Well, I think the fact he did impede him because they made contact, but he wasn't trying to do that. Mm-hmm. He, if you watch the replay, his eyes are solely for the ball. Now, if you're looking at the ball and running towards the ball and someone runs into you or you cross paths with someone, what's he actually meant to do in that situation? It's tough, but... You can't give the guy the ground. So what, you've got to give all your momentum to the attacking team in that sense? Oh, Kyle Felt's running for the ball. I'm running for the ball. I better not hit him. Mm. You know what I mean? It didn't really... It's not like he looked and saw Kyle Felt was there and stepped into him. And was he even going to get there? That's another thing as well. That's no, I don't think so. I think the kick itself was too deep. Um, the attacking player's been rewarded far too handsomely for, for everything that's happened there. That's uh, when... And in the Broncos game, Adam Reynolds goes down in the line and they bring back the try and disallow the try, which, while the final result wouldn't reflect this, that was a big momentum shift in the game. They need to be more like horse racing in the sense that when there's a stewards protest, you've got to be adamant that it would have changed the result. So you've got to be 100% sure that Adam Reynolds would have made that tackle, not the other way. I don't like this whole denying the opportunity because not all opportunities are the same. Adam Reynolds wouldn't have affected that tackle. It didn't change the result. But because he was denied the opportunity to possibly change it, the trial was disallowed. It should be the opposite. You've got to stand there and go, yes, Adam Reynolds would have made the tackle, therefore it's a no try. I think that's where they need to be more leaning towards. And with the Kyle Felt thing, you need to be 100% sure he would have got to the ball. If he wasn't 100% to get to the ball, why does it matter? That's where I think NRL needs to sort of swing more towards because it's not fair. Like Adam Reynolds just takes a dive and then now it's a no try. Just before we move on, I think a couple of observations here. Kyle Felt certainly uh, milked it for every last drop. Well, that's what I mean. If it's more, that's what I'm saying, if it swings the other way, you're going to actually get players actually trying. Whereas now they just take a dive. Whereas if they've got to be 100% sure that they were going to get there, they're actually going to try and get there as opposed to I'm going to try and run into someone if I can't get there. Yeah. I think any move to stamp out the play acting is going to be positive from the NRL. One thing I will say to play devil's advocate, though, is that I think they can train in a way for this sort of thing. Yes, he was looking at the ball. No doubt. That's fine. That's okay. Maybe he did step across knowing that Kyle Felt was there. I mean, he would have potentially seen him peripherally. The whole kinesthetic awareness and so forth as a professional sportsman mm. is there. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it's 50-50. Personally, I think just full-time, that's it. It's just one of those things. Kyle felt theoretically has 13 plays he needs to avoid if he wants to get to that football. Now, the player just can't become invisible. Mm. He's going to be there at some point. I don't think the defensive player needs to try and avoid the attacking player exactly. if they are legitimately going for the football. So anyway, it's a shame. I mean, poor old Tigers fans and... Geez, you'd be sick if you backed them too, wouldn't you? Well, that's what I mean. It's You're robbed. And again, I don't care what anyone says. The refs favour the more pronounced teams. Flip that. If that's the Tigers, there is no way they get that penalty. It's full time. And that's what's wrong. So how can it be solely one way and not the other? That's what they need to fix. Now, if we can maybe throw forward. I mean, we've got the ratings here, which are doing a wonderful job actually for us. And they're constantly updating 
Just a couple of interesting observations there, Simon, and I might throw to you, how do the racing and sports ratings flesh out this season so far compared with the actual NRL ladder? You'll be very surprised to hear this, but we have Penrith on top. (laughs) Excellent. But it is a chasm to the next team. The ratings bands between the rest is very tight, where Penrith are substantially better, which is more than understandable. They're even money to win the premiership, which you'd have to go back a fair way to find a team that short this far out from the finals. We still have Melbourne in second, but they have dropped significantly in recent weeks. South Sydney are our third best ranked team. The Brisbane Broncos, Cowboys, fourth, fifth. Cronulla, Roosters, Manly, Raiders, and then Parramatta. So that's the big glaring sort of difference between our ratings and I guess the current table and where they stand at the moment. Well, we have Parramatta missing the eight as it stands. So that's probably the thing of most interest and South is the third best team. They've got a really hard run home, but if they're going to win the comp, they're going to have to beat these teams anyway. So it's just amazing how much difference Latrell Mitchell has made. They were so clunky and just all out of sorts in attack. He comes back and they're a completely different team. It shows the confidence he brings to his players. And I mean, why wouldn't you be? If he played last year in the grand final, they win, I think. I can tell you right now too, I think of all the rival opposition teams that Penrith will probably hope to avoid in the grand final, it's going to be South Sydney. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, for a number of different reasons there. Now, taking those ratings and just throwing forward to this weekend, we have South Sydney currently $2.25 outsiders against the Cronulla Sharks who are paying $1.65. Based on what you've just told me there, now we know the Sharks are at home here, which I think may have a little bit of a bearing on what it's showing up, but what do they say about that game? Yeah, so we do give advantage for home teams. We are talking about it earlier. It's crazy across all sports. Home advantage is a thing. You might not believe it, but it is in all sports. So with the adjustment for home ground advantage, we have Cronulla slight favourites, but again, we have the market a lot closer. We have Cronulla at $1.92. And the Rabbits, 207. So $1.95, $2.10 at the moment. So for us, Rabbitohs are still the bet. And I'll be backing Latrell Mitchell all the way home, I think. You'd have to think that that $2.25 is only going to shorten up as the week progresses. I would have thought. But uh, anyway, there's a nice early play for the punters out there. South Sydney to beat Cronulla this weekend. Anything else there, Simon? Or are we going to just put the queue in the rack? Well, this one, I don't don't agree with the model. Mm. And having... Dealt with the ratings in racing for a long time. You can disagree with the model, but the biggest edge for us, majority of the markets at this stage are pretty much bang on. We haven't really got, like it's a slight edge in terms of you back the Rabbitohs, but everything else pretty much lines up. But the big edge this week is backing the Knights to beat the Bulldogs. So we have Knights at $1.60 against the Dogs two forty, which is a complete flip of the current market. It's $1.50 to two forty. So there's your edge. No ponger, but nights at home, dogs on the way up. I find betting on NRL, if you're swinging against the narrative, you're probably heading in the right direction in terms of making money. So all the narrative will be the Bulldogs are up and about, nights are gone without ponger, therefore you back the nights, but I don't like it. Just to recap, South Sydney head-to-head against Cronulla and Newcastle potentially worth a throw at the stumps against the Bulldogs. Yeah, I should mention these ratings are done prior to team list. So this is just purely team ratings. These will be adjusted once teams come out. Yeah. But at this stage, on results this season, we would be having a bet on Newcastle to beat the Bulldogs. All righty, that all sounds pretty good, Simon. We'll leave it there, I think. 
good to have you back in the studio, mate. We'll have to do this uh, more often, I think. Yeah, mate, looking forward to it, especially if there's a bit of controversy. <laughs> I mean, the NRL, that's just... It was sickening yesterday. Like, I've got a few good mates that are Tiger supporters, and you've got no words. We'll be back later in the week to preview the Scottish Premiership soccer season, which kicks off this weekend. How excited are you? Too much fanfare. Oh, mate, what a time to be alive. Happy punting. <laughs>